0: Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network as well as the HubSpot Podcast Network, which has other great podcasts like Socialite hosted by Steph Taylor. Socialite discusses all things online marketing. Steph Taylor answers all your business marketing questions. She deep dives into the nitty gritty of online marketing, uh, content marketing, social media marketing, marketing strategy for business owners, If any of these topics resonate with you, you're going to love the show. You'll learn things like how to scale your brand on various uh, different social media platforms, some of the biggest mistakes you can make with your launch of a new product or service, uh, the importance of nurturing and engaging your audience consistently, uh, the importance of having your audience fully understand the problem you're trying to solve and why it's important to solve Right now, as well as why growing audiences across all social platforms feels so hard in 2022. You can go listen to Socialite wherever you get your podcast or at the HubSpot Podcast Network at hubspot.com slash podcast network. Today, my guest is Naveen Jain. He is the CEO of Viome and Moon Express. He is also the author of Moonshots Creating a World of Abundance, a best-selling book. He sees beyond the current technological landscape. He creates businesses that are innovating, disrupting is an understatement. He is the founder of Vial Moon Express. Uh, he's also the founder of World Innovation Institute and TalentWise, Intellius, and Infospace. He is an intensely curious entrepreneur. He's focused on audacious ideas that push humanity forward. Like I mentioned, he is the author of the award-winning book Moonshots, He's the creator of Mind Valley Masterclass programs. He's behind XPRIZE, a global future positive movement. And he's also on the board of Singularity University. He is a career entrepreneur. He's had multiple successes over his career. He knows no limits. He is propelled by his imagination. And as an entrepreneur, his goal is to change, in a positive way, as many lives as humanly possible. He pushes big dreams into action. He spurs massive cultural and technological change. His vision and personalities inspire millions globally. Uh, we spoke about some of his past experience as an entrepreneur, some of the things that he's done, but mostly we spoke about uh, taking moonshots, how to build uh, an incredible company, take a risk, his framework, his entrepreneurial framework that he uses to think of business ideas that can truly change humanity. Uh, He focuses on asking different questions, learning things in a different way, hiring the right people. And it may seem simple, but listen to his story and listen what he's doing with his two current active companies, Moon Express and Viome. Moon Express is focused on bringing humans to different galaxies. Viome is focused on improving the lives. And And Viome is a very active product that you can purchase right now. It's improving the lives uh, because he looked at health and wellness differently. And his goal with Viome will be to uh, cure diseases at some point that are incurable. So he's, he's really pushing the envelope when it comes to entrepreneurship and technology and innovation. So let's jump right into it. This is Naveen Jain. He is best-selling author and founder of Viome and Moon Express.
1: You know, every origin story that you hear is generally a rewrite of the real origin stories, right? So it's really what happens. In our case, you know, we started about six and a half years ago. And as I was finishing up a project uh, around going to the moon, and you always wonder that, you know, once you've done the moonshot, once you've done the moonshot, what do you do for an encore, right? (laughs) You do another moonshot, but this time let's do it. Symbolic moonshot that could actually fundamentally change the trajectory of how humanity is going to live on planet Earth. And if you could find a way to do anything that improves the life of billions of people, you will find a you can create a massive enterprise out of it, right? And that's the fundamentally every entrepreneur should know the basic rules of the business are really simple. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. The first question you ask yourself is, am I building a service or a product that improves people's life? And the second question you ask is, how many people's life that means god forbid you're actually successful in doing exactly what you set out to do would it help a billion people live a better life and the arms you know the reason is it's not because you are philanthropist and you're saying hey i want to really focus on helping a billion people you're simply saying if any company that can help billion people live better, whatever in the way the better is, you can create a 500 billion dollar company, but you don't go wake up in the morning and say, hey, I want to create a 500 billion dollar company. What should I do? I mean, that's not how the world works. So you stay focused on making your customers life better and everything else will fall in place. And, you know, as was... we go along and I'll tell you more about a framework that I have used in every company yes, and I start. Yes. That is the fundamental framework that once you understand the power of that framework, you will always find that you can do anything you want, right? So anytime I start a company, I ask myself three questions. Why this, why now, why me, right? And why this, I think it has described you. First thing you ask yourself is whatever this is, If it is successful, would it actually change people's life? Would it improve people's life? Would it improve billions of people's lives? Right. That tells you you have a massive market in front of you. Then you ask yourself, why now? And why now is the reason is number one predictor of your success in in your industry is not how talented you are, how great a product you have. None of that. It's timing. The timing is the number one predictor of your success. I mean you look at Facebook, it wasn't the first social network, right? The timing was perfect, right? So in fact if you look before social you know, obviously before Facebook, most people may not realize there used to be a thing called MySpace. Before MySpace, people did not know that it used to be called friendster right? It just timing wasn't there, the internet penetration was there, wasn't there, the mobile phones weren't there, and that literally the timing was just off. You look at you know any type of thing, CD. Before CD, there were tens of people who had voice recognition. The timing wasn't there, the technology wasn't quite up, you know, there. And I think the bandwidth wasn't there for you to be able to use them. Right. So time is good. So how do you, how do you perfect your timing is really simple. You ask yourself and say, what had changed in the last one to two years, but more importantly, what do you expect to happen in the next three to five years that will allow you to scale your technology at a cheaper, affordable place and more uh, more people can access it in three to five years using the technologies of tomorrow not technologies of yesterday. That means if this problem could have been solved half a decade ago using your technology, then you're barking up the wrong tree. That means are you actually intercepting the technologies as they are coming up so you actually hit the knee of the curve. So when the technology is taking off, you're actually going with that, right?
0: Wow, and goodness. I can explain you- just, You I, just jumped into it. You just, you just, you <clears> just you're <throat> like out the gate, out the gate. Okay, that's fine. Let's, let's do it. This is, this is good. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 just keep going. going. This is like a good framework, very great framework. The
1: last part is the most important part. And I think every entrepreneur, this is where they go wrong, which is why me? And why me has two components to it. The first component is what questions are you asking that are different from what everyone else in the industry is asking? Because the questions you ask is the problem you solve. And let me give you two examples from Complete different industry, so you can see the framework has nothing to do with an industry, right? So if you look at the thing, I was in the aerospace industry looking to say, can we really create a multiplanetary society living on the moon, Mars, and beyond? And people, first of all, say that's not gonna happen, that's impossible, but let's set that aside. Even the believers of the things will say, Oh, awesome! When you go to the moon, how are you going to grow the food on the moon? And that's it, it generally they believe it's the right question to ask. But imagine when you ask that question, the only solution to that question is to find a way to grow the food. What if you were to ask a slightly different question that says, why do we eat food? Just by asking, why do we eat food? You suddenly realize the only reason we eat food is for two things, for energy and for nutrition. And then you ask yourself energy. What plants get energy through photosynthesis. Can we actually do get the energy through photosynthesis? And by the way, there are bacteria that are growing in the radioactive nuclear waste. And what does that mean? That these, we as organisms have already found a way to protect their DNA against the radiation and use the radiation as a source of energy. Now, imagine if we can take a genetic material from these bacteria, modify our genes using CRISPR, and suddenly we are bacterial resistant and we can get energy from the bacteria, energy from the radiation. That means now you can go out in the evening and say, honey, do you want to go out go out for a walk and get some radiation rather than, honey, do you want to go out for a pizza, right? And that's really the trick is simply asking a different question allows you to solve the problem in many different ways than ever possible and simply by asking that, right? Now, as we go along, I will apply this framework to my latest company, Wyom. but I'm going to stop right here and let you run run with that. No, no, no. I I just
0: want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, HubSpot. Now, running your own business means uncertainty is everywhere. So wouldn't it be nice to have a CRM platform that just works? A CRM platform that helps you provide a seamless, connected, best-in-class customer experience. For too long, businesses have had to deal with managing point solutions that slow down their teams, frustrate customers, and hit them with hidden fees. HubSpot's all-in-one CRM platform has everything you need to do business, no hidden fees included. With a connected platform that's easy to implement and use, your teams have all the tools and data they need to spend more time on what matters most, creating remarkable customer experiences. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at hubspot.com. I feel, I truly feel, Naveen, I feel like you could just talk about everything you're passionate about for the next next five hours if you wanted to. Um, But I appreciate the framework. I guess I wanna understand how you've applied it to what you're working on right now. But when you ask questions like that, when you ask (laughs) questions that change the lens that we look at a problem through, that's a scary concept for an entrepreneur. And what I mean by that is when you're saying something to the point of, well, we can go through, we can potentially change the way that we actually have to consume food. That for most people is not a problem that can be solved in a lifetime. So when you tackle a problem, you aren't looking to solve a problem in the next 10 years. You're looking to solve something that is truly moonshot. Now, Is that something in different contexts an entrepreneur should still think about, something that can last, outlast their lifetime?
1: Well, Remember, just because you have a moonshot doesn't mean that you don't have the steps along the way that you actually have business around, right? So the interesting thing about moonshots is you have a North Star you have your uh, pointing direction where you want to go. And then you say, what are the steps that needs to be done along the way for this to happen. And everything you go along the way actually creates a business. So it's not like a moonshot is a binary thing. Either you are in or you are out. Along the moonshots, you develop tremendous amount of technologies that actually can be applied for to create businesses today. And now that we are here, maybe I should actually explain Uh, My latest healthcare venture and a moonshot and exactly how we build that moonshot that created a business because that actually allows you to see that this is not some theoretical framework. This actually works in real life, right? So uh, most people who may not know, I started a healthcare company called Wyoming. And as an Indian guy, I cannot pronounce the word we, so it's V as in Victor. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but that just, why would you name a company that you cannot pronounce? I just fell in love with the name. <laughs> uh, so we, as you know, is, uh, is life, in French is life. And uh, omics is science, so it's really science of life, so why so, so when I started why the fundamental belief was, what if we can find a way to prevent and reverse all chronic diseases including cancer
0: Text success. That's S U C C E S S to five five one two three to get the list and to start transforming your to do list with Belay.
1: Certain aging. So you're talking about diabetes, heart disease. You know, uh, you look at obesity. You look at depression, anxiety, Alzheimer, Parkinson's, and you go on and on, and uh, including every cancer and aging because aging is just a chronic disease. If you could prevent and reverse these chronic diseases, the first question was. Would it help a billion people live a better life? The answer is 7.4 billion people. Checkmark. Good. Yeah. Now you say why now? Well, the now was we said, okay, <clears throat> in the last to solve this problem, you have to be able to digitize the human body, understand everything that's happening in the human body at a, at a molecular level, at a biochemical level, everything that's going on in the human body. Well, we say wow, that's a tough problem in the last 10 years. The cost of actually digitizing the, even a single sample used to be billion dollars came down to million dollars, came down to hundred thousand dollars. And now it is six years ago was about $1,200. We said, that's too high. But we looking at the price trend, we know in the next three to five years that will be down to hundred dollars. And I think that's affordable. So we started the company believing that the technology will come down and price will come down to about hundred bucks. Guess what happened? It came down to about $18. So while we thought we were 10 times optimistic, it turns out we were actually five times pessimistic. And that's the power of exponential technologies. Right? The next thing was we said, look, even if we could digitize the human body, we won't have access to supercomputers. So how are we going to process this massive amount of data that's coming in? And we said, look, this cloud computing is really, really starting to take off. And we're going to start using this cloud computing. And we launched our first thing. And it cost us 40 $43 to process one single sample. We took a deep breath and said, wow, that's expensive. <clears throat> but we knew that cost has already come down from $500 to $43. In the next three to five years, it should come down to $10. Guess what? It came down to about buck $1.50. So literally, as you start to see, when you find these technology at a trend, the last part was even if you process all the data, would AI be powerful enough be able to actually analyze all this data and tell you what's causing what disease. No one had argument about that was going to happen. So we took that for granted. And guess what? Everybody was right that we have the AI now, right? The last part was the most interesting part, which is why me? I am not a scientist. I am not a doctor. I'm going into this area and I don't understand anything about uh, human health. But guess what? That as opposed to being really worried that I don't know about it, to me, that was the biggest asset I brought to the industry was I wasn't going to take what experts have said, taking it for granted. I'm going to challenge the foundation of everything that people have taken it for granted. And once you do that, you're able to look at the solution that no one has ever looked at. So there were two things we saw. Number one was everyone in the industry was focused on genetics your dna they wanted to know if i could get your dna that's so unique to you i will be able to tell you why you are developed why you have a certain disease and being naive i say wait a sec your dna never changes they say yes it never changes wow interestingly so if i do my dna test today year later i gained 400 pounds my dna hadn't changed I get depression, my DNA didn't change, I get diabetes, my DNA didn't change, heart disease, and then I get you know Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and I die. Even after I die, 10 years after I die, you take my DNA, it's still the same. So if DNA can't even tell you you're dead or alive, how can it tell you that you're healthy or sick? So if your genes are not changing, what is changing? People say, of course, you know, gene expression is changing. The RNA is always changing. Holy shit, let's go measure that. And we never say, how are we going to do that? Nobody has ever done that. We said, great. So if we could measure the gene expression, because then we know you're causing the onset of a disease or you're developing a disease, how you're progressing. Let's measure gene expression. So I asked, great. Don't ask me how, but if we could measure all the gene, the gene expression on the human body, would that solve the problem? This said, not quite. What do you mean not quite? I just solved the world hunger problem here. Well, <clears throat> their human body is not just homogeneous, coming the DNA from our mom and dad. 99% of all the genes that are expressed in our body actually are not our own. They are the 100 trillion microbiome that's in our gut, in our mouth, in our nose, in our ear, all over our body. 100 trillion of them. In fact, of all the genes that are expressed, 99% are actually coming from these microbiome. So I start say, reading the, you know, I went back to my research and say, all right, obesity and microbiome, obesity is connected to the microbiome. Wow, that's interesting. Diabetes and microbiome, and literally you can Google anything you want, Parkinson's and microbiome, Parkinson's starts in the gut 15 years before you see the symptom, Alzheimer's and microbiome, cancer and microbiome, and literally every disease is directly connected to microbiome. And at that point, most people would say, Eureka movement, right? I found it. And that's the time you ask yourself and say, you must be a complete moron. If everyone believes that is the problem and there are tens of companies doing the same thing, why is this problem not getting solved then? Then you go back to the framework. What questions are they asking in microbiome? Well, it turns out everyone was asking exactly the same wrong question, which was, I want to know what organisms are in your gut. I want to know what organisms are in the people's gut who have different diseases. Now. Don't laugh, I have no idea what these organisms are. In my mind, I'm thinking these organisms are like a tiny humans doing shit in my body, <laughs> tiny tiny humans. I said, good. <clears throat> in that case, wouldn't it be possible there could be thousands of different organisms doing exactly the same thing that's making me sick? So I take two people with diabetes, completely different organism, yet producing exactly the same thing that's causing me a disease. So I think we need to focus on what they are doing, not who they are. Because the same organism could do something good in Scott's gut because it's in the right environment, nice, friendly environment. And the same organism can make me sick because my environment and the gut is fighting amongst each other, right? Just like I thought human beings, you take a good person, put them in a bad environment, they do bad behavior. You take a bad person, put them in a good environment, they do good behavior. So let's focus on what they are doing, not who they are. And that was fundamentally just, I asked and said, what if we can find out what these microbiome is producing and we can find out every gene that's expressed in the human body and then we look at the totality of that, would that solve the problem? Everyone said, if you could do that, this problem can get solved. Great. So I went on a mission trying to find this technology that could do that. Kid you not, I went to every single university and uh, first, my first stop was, by the way, NASA JPL. I, as you know, I was coming from the space side. Of, I knew these guys have tons of technology they develop and they're sending the rovers to the Mars, trying to find the damn organism on the Mars. They have to have solved this problem. So I go there at NASA JPL and I'm like talking to the director, talking to the scientists and they're saying, hey, we don't care. We just need to find out there is something there. We don't really care what they're doing. <clears throat> and I say, you got a bunch of morons. I'm going to go to the NASA Houston. They probably got this thing figured out <laughs> And NASA Houston. And now I get to touch all the moon rocks. I get to play with all the cool stuff, but it's still no technology. So I'm now at the NASA Kennedy Space Center, no good. So I started going to the national labs. I went to Lawrence, Berkeley, Lawrence, Livermore. And I'm like everyone, I'm starting to get like people say, yeah, it's possible, but we haven't done it. I am now at Los Alamos National Lab. And by the way, if you don't remember, no, Los Alamos National Lab is famous for, come on Scott, work with me.
0: I don't know. I don't know what it is. So I'm so enthralled by this story. I have so many questions. What is what is what is the, what is the lab famous for? I can't remember.
1: Atom developing atomic bomb.
0: Oh, okay. So I should know that. That's that's my mistake. Okay, that's my bad. Okay, so they so if, they they have a, a little bit of technology there, a little bit. So
1: they basically, even though it was called Manhattan Project, it wasn't done in Manhattan. It was done in Los Alamos, <laughs> right? Uh, so anyway, so these guys, I was there, and now I am like. At the end of my rope and i'm thinking god i don't know this problem is solvable or not but i'm going to throw out a challenge to all the scientists and say is there anyone out here let alone what these guys are doing can they at least tell me if these guys what is a bacteria what is a virus so that when you are sick you can find out you need antibiotics or not now there's one guy so i have 12 scientists pitch me like a shark tank and they all have the idea i can have a 3d microscope i can do this i can do that and one guy comes up and says, you know, dude, not only I can tell you what my, what your, whether it's a bacteria or virus, I can tell you exactly what they're producing. I can even tell you whether antibiotics is gonna work or not going to work, or I can tell you which antibiotics is going to work, and I can tell you exactly what they are. And my first reaction was, really? So what project are you working on? And the guy looks at me and says, what's your security clearance level? And then he says, stop. And he says, it doesn't matter. Even if you told me you work at CIA, I can tell you that you don't have a security clearance level, so stop asking me questions. And what do you see when like, an entrepreneur it's like, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: say, and like, no, tell me, problem. show me yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. bullshit. I said, totally fucking bullshit. You giving this my security clearance level? I said, forget it. I don't need to know what you're working on. Can you tell me how it works? And he said, of course I can tell you. And he goes on to describe what they have done in the 10 years, developing a technology to be able to analyze RNA. And basically it is a biodefense project and I just, all I know oh, okay. that it's basically to protect our country against bioweapons, right? You could argue that a lot of cynics out there and say, protect, they probably were developing bioweapons. <laughs> so not my problem, <laughs> not gonna get in there. <laughs> but let's just assume they're protecting our country from bad, bad actors. And if they're protecting our country from bad actors, what problem they have to solve? Which is, hey, if there was a terror, we don't care what organisms are there. We need to know what they just produce so we can build an antidote for it, right? So mm-hmm. they needed to solve the problem that I was trying to solve. And they literally, so it took me six months to actually license the technology and hired the guy who was working on it, got him out of his federal job, and he's my chief science officer, right? Amazing. And, then we said, right? and then I said, God, and now we have the technology to analyze this. I need the AI guy. So what do I do? I hire the guy, the head of IBM Watson, to quit his job, bring his whole team to go to the AI for me, right? And that's literally so. what we started. So my point I was trying to make was we asked a slightly different question, and that's what allowed us to solve the problem that had remained unsolved. And the last part of why me is really important, and I think just from the perspective of any business you start, Scott, It is going to have ups and downs. And I think you probably know every entrepreneur who tells you they don't have ups and downs are either lying or they just don't know what the fuck is going on in their business, right? Every business goes through, in fact, almost every successful business has gone through what I would call near death experience. Facebook, Oracle, Apple, I mean, literally Apple, Amazon, everyone went through the near death experience, every one of these businesses, right? Apple was almost a dead company, Microsoft saved them. Now they're kicking it. Right. I mean, every one of these companies go through near death experience. In fact, what I, I, you know, I don't know if you ever follow me. I always tell people life of an entrepreneur is being alive. How do you know you're alive? You have a heartbeat. It goes up and down, up and down when you are when you have a smooth line, you're dead. So if you're looking to live a life which is smooth, you're looking to live a life of a dead person. You're not looking to live life. an entrepreneur. the beauty of the thing is when you are down, All you have to do is hunker down and know the next beat is going to be up. And when you're on the top of that beat, never get too cocky, because remember the winter is coming and winter shall come.
0: I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, NordVPN. Now, if you've ever missed out on your favorite shows because it's not available in your country, or if you're trying to keep your private time private, you don't want people spying on what you're doing, well, let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored of US Netflix, why not take a spin in the UK? use nordvpn click of a button you can do just that you want to watch your favorite anime you don't have to travel to japan nordvpn brings it right to you with 5,000 plus server options no show is out of reach and of course we all love to binge tv and netflix but privacy is a big deal too nordvpn keeps your information encrypted so you never have to worry about your ip or location getting out they've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature say goodbye to intrusive web ads and malware even if you download an infected file threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer don't forget if you're trying nordvpn there is literally no risk to you they have a 30 day money back guarantee give it a try if you like it great if you don't they'll issue you a refund you can pretend it never happened they gave a special discount for success story podcast listeners they gave a special offer so go to my link at nordvpn.com success story to get your subscription started today um, one thing that I thought was interesting, you the yeah. the why you is such an important, yeah. an important point of this formula. And I and I want to highlight something. Yeah. The why you for you was not because you had the experience. It mm-hmm. was not because you've worked in this industry or this field for X amount of years. The why <clears throat> you was actually just somebody who was motivated enough yeah. to do it and to okay. ask the right questions. <clears throat>
1: And the right things, I mean, Scott, just another part to look at the people ask me, how do I find my true calling? And I realized that it's really easy. When you wake up in the morning and you don't jump out of the bed, you should quit what you're doing because that's not your calling. Because when you really find your calling, you become so obsessed that you go to sleep thinking about it you jump out of the bed in the morning wanting to do it. right? And that's when you get that, you will find yourself to be in that zone that nothing can stop you from actually solving that problem.
0: When you're an entrepreneur that focuses on coming up with solutions to problems that people didn't even know they have, how do you look at building the business differently than somebody that does have a huge market, and they're just trying to be another part of that market? Because I don't think people know, like, I, I I don't know if you want to go into, to, to Moon Express and and Moonshot, that's, that's another business that Nobody has an idea that that's even an option. Same yeah. with Vile, right? Yeah. So, so go go ahead.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think it's got a very good question because people always wonder that I, I am a small business. How am I going to create a new industry, a new business? And The way to look at this stuff is not, you're not creating a new industry or new business. You're morphing. You're actually allowing people to look at the problem in a very different way. So. So let's go look at why. So when people get sick today, they believe they have no choice. What do they say? Oh, my God, really bad luck. Oh, sorry, you developed the cancer. Bad luck. They never say, oh, it may be the matter of bad choices you made, not the bad luck. And my thought was, what if we can reframe that scene, by the way? So here is, just to tell you how crazy we were. Imagine living in a world where illness is optional. And people honestly, when we came up with the tagline, people looked at me and said, Are you telling me it is my fault that I am sick? Do I want to be sick? And answer is yes. I says because what you put into your body is your choice. It's not somebody shoved it down your throat. So food we eat the air we breathe, the things we do, our, our lifestyle is our choice. Everybody, by the way, agrees that, you know, being healthy is a choice. You heard, nobody ever argues with you. He says is being healthy a choice? People say, of course, being healthy is a choice. You make, you work out every day, you do yoga, you do meditation, you eat right. And that's a choice. And I say, if being healthy is a choice. Don't you think being sick is a choice? And my point after make was that simply changing the perception of what we did, we say, Allah how about this? I'm going to show you what is happening inside your body. So we have this at-home kit, right? So you get this kit at home and you send us your sample. So in this case, you touch off a stool, few drops of your blood, and very soon a spit of your saliva. And when you send it to us, what do you get back in turn? We show you the rashes inside your body. What's happening in your body that you, if you turn the body inside out, what you will see, we tell you your biological age. Hey, it doesn't matter how old you are. Let me tell you how old your body feels you are. Right? So I am, by the way, 62. My biological age has now come down by nine years. I'm 53 biologically. Right? Wow. So now imagine. So people talk about reverse aging as if I become a baby. No. But I have the energy of 53 and my hope is when I turn 70, my biological is come down to 40. So it doesn't mean I am not 70. I'm still 70. But my energy, the, my physical body is performing at the level of being 40. Right? Then we give you your immune health. How well are you protected if you were to catch cold or flu? Is your body ready to fight? Is your immune system at its prime or is the immune system not working well? Or is too much inflammation going on in your body? Then we give you your gut health, your cellular health, your mitochondrial health, all the 400 insights into your body. And the people say, I don't get that. I don't even know what the hell mitochondria is. Tell me if it's not good, what should I do? Good question. And then we literally tell you, don't eat broccoli because we saw that your sulfide production in your gut is high, which is causing inflammation in your body. And sulfide Mm -hmm. is being produced because it needs sulfate. So don't take foods that are high in sulfate, which are what? Broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprout, which looks really healthy. But for you, they are actually harming you. We saw that your oxalate pathway is not very active. So don't eat food high in oxalate, which are spinach. So even though Popeye told you spinach is good for everyone, Popeye was not a scientist. Don't eat spinach. It's not good for you, right? Same thing. People, you know, we look at the ammonia production. So, oh my God, you got a lot of ammonia being produced, causing a lot of inflammation. Is coming from fermenting the protein by these organisms. That means you're eating a lot of protein, which is not being digested. You have two choices. Cut down the protein or take digestive enzyme with that protein. Right. And then we say, hey, by the way, hope you're not taking vitamin B3 right now because your uric acid production is too high because it's harming you. And if you are, your bile acid production is too high, don't take curcumin or turmeric, which everyone tells you is good for you, not good for you right now. And by the way, you probably heard if you want to live long, take NAD or NR or NMN, you know, all these things, uh, you know. Guess what? Don't do that because your cellular senescence is too high and your very high inflammation. Don't take NAD. But you do need 22 milligram of elderberry every day. You need 27 milligram of berberine every day. You need 79 milligram of amylase every day and all these vitamin, mineral, herbs, amino acid, digestive enzyme. You need them every day. These are the probiotics you need every day. These are prebiotics. You need them. And guess what? If you want, we actually make those custom capsules with only those ingredients in that dosage for you every month. And as you retest and we say, Oh, you don't need barberin anymore. You don't need the elderberry anymore. Now you need sh- shatavri and you need this, right? And we literally yeah. adjust your things every month, custom made, robotically. So there is no pre-made capsule ever. Everything is custom made for you. And guess what happens when you do that? People say, "Well, how do we know it works?" So we actually did a clinical study and we published it. That people who follow our stuff for just for four months, their depression score came down by 36 percent clinical score. Anxiety clinical score down by 32%. Their diabetes came down by 30%, measured by HBA1C. Their IBS, you and I like stomach ache, you know, constipation, diarrhea, 40% reduction in their IBS SSS score, right? And literally that then people say, Well, how do we know it is the food that you recommended or the supplements you did? Great question. So we actually did the study that sold. What if people only followed food recommendation and the people who took food and supplement? And we saw that people who follow food, their scores improved. But people who did food and supplement, their scores improved much faster and more in the same time frame. Right? So we know that this makes a difference.
0: That's incredible. Now, what is the moonshot for Viom? So we're, oh God, we're improving so- people's life. So what is the moonshot? Is it Aha. cure cancer? Is it increase life expectancy? I'm <laughs> super curious what this technology and this way of thinking and this, yeah. this, uh, this individualized yep. life that you've set up for people can actually achieve or what you want yes. it to achieve.
1: Well, so there you know, so were three parts of the puzzle. Right? So one is able to prevent the disease from happening. And we are not naive that not everyone is going to do a YM test. And they, by the time they come to us, they already have a disease. So can we diagnose them at the earliest possible time while the diseases are still curable? Can we diagnose them early? So here's the next thing we did. We actually were able to detect stage one, not later, stage one oral cancer, stage one throat cancer, just wow. from your saliva with 98% specificity and 93% sensitivity that means when we tell you you have a cancer you have 93 percent certain you have a cancer when i tell you you don't have a cancer there is 98 percent chance you don't have a cancer right by the way unlike other cancer tests that are in the market like grail 45 percent sensitivity that means when they tell you you have, you don't have a cancer there's 55 percent chance you actually do right and their sensitivity is so poor we got fda to give us a breakthrough device designation that tells you fda breakthrough device designation means this technology is so far superior to anything in the marketplace, it is going to change lives. And this technology is actually now ready and you can continue to start to look at and develop it so you can people can use it in the future. And they work with you to get the approval to you. Now we're launching a cancer detect test, by the way, in the next two months, where you can go actually at home, spit in a tube, You send it to us and we'll send you a report that say, do you have an oral cancer, throat cancer? And we are now extending it to pancreatic cancer, bile cancer, breast cancer, uh, head, neck, shoulder cancer, GI cancer, gynecological cancer. So we're going to literally have all these things, including things like diagnosing your diabetes, your heart disease, your obesity, to know that are the internal signals that are starting to show that you're going to develop, you're starting to develop these diseases, right? The last part was, What if we cannot diagnose them early enough? Is there a can we come up with a cure for the diseases that are always have remained uncurable? So if you have an autoimmune disease, you go to a doctor. They never say, oh, let me find out what's causing autoimmune disease. What they say, let me give you immune suppression so you don't have the symptom. But that doesn't mean you don't have autoimmune disease. We keep suppressing the immune system. And when you suppress the immune system, what happens? You get sick from some other things because your immune system is no longer working. Right. So we actually found what was doing it uh, what was causing this autoimmune disease that attacks your joints called uh, ankylosing spondylitis. We went to GSK and now they agreed to develop a vaccine against it using our technology where we get the royalty. Now, we same thing we saw on the colorectal cancer. We went back to GSK and they licensed that and now they're developing a therapeutics against cancer colorectal cancer to prevent it and to actually stop the progression of their cancer. Just because we have now so much data, we have analyzed over 300,000 people already that is allowing us to actually have all this data that's, you know, allowing us to prevent it. If you're not already diagnosed it and then actually come up with the drugs. We now have drug targets for things that are not curable today, which is IBS, IBD, oral cancer, throat cancer, right, uh, colorectal cancer, on aging. And we're going to come back and talk about that a little bit more. Those are the kind of things we are focused on. So our moonshot is really simple. At the end of the day, somebody asked me that in 10 years, 20 years, where do you see YOMB? And, and I said, my ideally, if my diagnostic business is completely shut down and my therapeutic business has no business, I succeeded because then I'm able to prevent everybody from getting sick. And that is the ultimate goal, <laughs>
0: but that so so that's something so i think that that would be an incredible moonshot in 10 years but realistically there's always going to be new things that are going to pop up and also there's it'll be unlimited opportunity um you mentioned one point about aging so yeah walk me what is what is the what is the um the scientific reasoning for aging and how are you tackling Mm -hmm.
1: that yes what we are seeing actually we published a paper that's coming out in Sal. And by the way, our paper on the oral cancer and throat cancer came out in nature own magazine that's published on the Nature. So you can go check it out. Uh, but on the aging thing, what we found was we analyzed, as I said, over 300,000 people, and we looked at what was going on in their body as people age. And that's actually, this is how we calculate the biological age. So we now have people who are 18 years old, 19 years old, 20 years old, and every single age. When you come along, Scott, and we said now we look at all your biomarkers and say, Are your biomarkers similar to the person who is 32 years old, similar to the person who is 62 years old, or person who is 19 years old, or person who is... And then literally we say this is what your biological age looks like based on all this massive amount of data. We saw the number one thing that actually causes aging is inflammation in the body. So when your body has inflammation, what happens is all of your organs are at that point are subfunctional. And then as con- the as the inflammation continues to have a chronically a chronic inflammation, you start to actually develop a lot of these what we call age-related diseases. And if you can suppress the inflammation, so the number one thing Deepak Chopra and other people have also said is the chronic diseases, the root cause of all chronic diseases is chronic inflammation. And the chronic inflammation comes from many things the food we eat, the stress we cause, right? Because it's literally the bidirectional gut and brain are connected. So when you are stressed, it releases glucocorticoid. That changes the gut microbiome. That in fact is now we can show that in in many cases, your glucocorticoid is converted by microbiome into testosterone locally that could cause lesion or a cancer. So when I saw that research about a month and a half ago, my scientist was explaining it to me. Only thing I could remember was glucocorticoid. I'm thinking that comes from stress. My mom was right. She used to always tell me when I was young, don't stress, stress causes cancer. It's like, I have no, never understood why she said that. Now we have a proof actually that stress causes cancer.
0: I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Manscaped. Now, you too can join 6 million men who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com today for 20% off and free shipping with the code 20Success for all Success Story podcast listeners. And whether you're brand new or you're already with the Manscaped team, you could use a crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the Platinum Package 4.0. Now, with this package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. And inside the 10-part Platinum Package is everything you know about the Performance Package Plus, some shower goodies included to elevate your grooming game. So, you've got the lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer and the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Uh, they have advanced proprietary skin safe technology. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. You'll have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. And also, don't forget to apply their Aluminum-Free Ultra Premium Deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne-quality fragrance. Now, Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Platinum Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed travel bag. Now to get this package and more, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code 20 success. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code 20 success. I mean, and that's, and that's so that if you, if you tackle that inflammation and that inflammation also curious uh, to your opinion on this, uh, obviously Viome is not like a, a lifestyle and stress management company. No. That's not your main focus. No. What percentage of aging can be combated just from uh, your gut biome and all the other items that impact stress versus your environment? Do you feel you can do a good enough job just with with the...
1: So nutrition is the key because the reason is, even if the things are, you know, so if you don't have, if you have a poor nutrition, it doesn't matter. You could meditate, you could do everything. You have poor nutrition, there's nothing you can do. So you got to get the nutrition right so that you reduce the gut inflammation, you reduce the underlying fire. And once you have done that, now your job is to prevent, to keep lighting up that fire, right? So once you get the nutrition right, then you want to make sure you're not constantly putting a match onto that, which is reduce the stress so that means doing things that are calm making sure that you are in fact uh you know meditating right so just really finding calm stress even when you are eating it's really interesting when your body is actually in a you know flight mode what happens fight or flight mode it stops the digestion completely I mean, that's literally what happens. Think about you running away from a tiger. Do you think body cares at that point to digest the food? You're going to become a food for someone else, right? So it basically shuts down all the non-essential activity, including digestion. So when you are stressed at, you know, come home and you're stressed from work and you start eating and putting the thing in your mouth, guess what? Your body cannot digest that food. That's the reason what do people do? They do gratitude calm down, they take a deep breath and put themselves back into the parasympathetic mode instead of sympathetic mode, then you're able to digest. And that's the reason the idea of this gratitude came about was to be able to actually come back and say, I'm so thankful for, and that puts the body into the parasympathetic mode, right? Or taking a deep breath before you're eating and calm down, and then you start eating, right? And that, these were all these practices that came about, what? so the body is able to digest the food. Once you have done that, you know, so there are four things that are absolutely necessary for you to live healthy, live long, which is absolutely the best nutrition for you. And there is no such thing as universal healthy food or no universal healthy supplement. So don't think all all specific to you, very specific to you. So first you get the nutrition, right? Then make sure you manage the stress. Number three, exercise, exercise at any age actually improves your gut microbiome, and it obviously puts the muscles in your body that that does all the good things. Uh, Number four, sleep. Sleep is essential. If If humans could evolve to live without sleep, that gene pool would have been the one that won. That gene pool did not win. The reason is when you don't get enough sleep, you can't actually fight against a tiger. You can't run away from a tiger. So that gene pool got wiped out that did not sleep. And the only gene pool that survived was a gene pool that was able to actually get a good sleep. And so those are the four legged stool for you to live long and live healthy.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so an honest question. How much time do you have because i do want to talk about moon express but i also want to be respectful so when 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 is your stop
1: i mean i have honest to god i have a hard stop at 10 so i need a five minutes to get a biological break so 10 minutes for you
0: okay so let's do i just want to talk about the premise of moon express because we're not going to get into all the details yeah and then i'm going to do a couple rapid fire questions and get all of your your contacts so so i just love moon express because i know singularity university i know x prize and all those all those institutions are focused on like thinking differently again the the old premise that you asking the right question so moon express you're looking at and maybe explain in your words but from what i understand you're looking at not necessarily sending people and helping people live other places but we're looking at maybe using uh resources correct and then using that to improve the lives of people on earth so so is that so walk me, walk me through what Moon Express is because I want to understand why you decided to do this out of all the potential exponential yeah. businesses, yeah. industries, companies you could have started. So
1: remember, we all, 7.4 billion of us, are living on a single spacecraft in this spacecraft called planet Earth. And it's flying, by the way, it's flying at a massive speed under space. If our spacecraft gets hit by one asteroid, our whole species is going to get wiped out. Right? Similar to what happened to dinosaurs. So we all say, oh, I'm really worried about our planet. I always tell them, worry about the human species. Don't worry about the planet. Planet is going to just fine, right? If we get hit by asteroid, dinosaurs were a much bigger species. They couldn't survive. The human species is going to get completely wiped out. When dinosaurs died, what happened? The planet actually went on and it created humans. When humans walk, go away, it probably will continue and create superhumans, right? We never know. And point I'm trying to make is that if we care about our species, we need to be able to distribute our species into multiple planets, not just even within our solar system. So going from earth to the moon, the reason is the moon is a good stepping stone. Once you learn to live away from the planet earth, all the technologies you can develop are, should be able to do on the moon while we are still close to the planet earth. So if you're going to get stuck, It's better to be a lunatic on the moon than to be a Martian six months away, right? But once you develop the technology on the moon, you don't want to just go to the Mars. You actually want to go even out of our solar system because one day our sun is going to implode, whether we like it or not. Sun is going to go away. You want to be in a different solar system. Then guess what? You don't want to be in our galaxy. You want to go into different galaxies so you are completely distributed. And someday you may want to go to different universe in the multiverse. So you're completely distributed. You're able to reseed the planet when you need to, if there is any destruction of any planet. So that is the long-term goal, is to create a multiplanetary society. As you were asking, in the meantime, we thought while we are doing it, could we bring the resources back from and use them on Earth? while we are building that long term business. So that was our initial thing is to say, hey, can we bring helium three that can be used for fusion energy? Can we bring other resources while we do that to build the long term business of surviving outside planet Earth?
0: Incredible. Okay, so I think that we'll do a 2.0 where people can go research Moon Express because everything you've done with XPRIZE and Singularity University is a whole other conversation and it's all incredible. Let's do, okay, so let's do this. Let's, uh, first, where can people reach out to you? Uh, if the website, social, out. What's Absolutely. where do they go?
1: Yeah. They can go to Naveenjan.com. That's my okay. website. And you can always send me an email through that. Uh, you can also follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Instagram. And I always answer all my emails, all my messages. So send me the, all the messages you want. On so Follow me on the social media. Go to Naveenjan.com, Send me an email from there.
0: Amazing. Okay. Uh, Let's do a couple rapid fire. Uh, Biggest challenge that you've had to overcome in your own personal life. What was that? How did you overcome it?
1: Well, I think the biggest challenge we all face is really our mindset. When you start to feel that there is a competition and there is a finite things in the world, when you feel scarcity is what's driving you, that's when you fail. Once you create this mindset of abundance, then everything starts to feel good because you know your competition is inside you, not outside you. That means you need to be better every day and if you keep doing it and the second challenge really that most people face is not having a mindset of intellectual curiosity the minute you develop the mindset of intellectual curiosity you always in fact constantly learning the day you stop learning is the day you die
0: amazing uh, a person who has been incredibly impactful in your life. There's obviously been many, but who pick one? Who was that, and how did they had uh, they impact you?
1: Well, I would tell you that you know, life is the biggest mentor you can have. Life never stops teaching; it's you stop learning, right? So, to me, every moment in your life is a moment to learn. Every interaction you have is your mentor, right there. Every you can learn from every person, whether they're homeless or they're a billionaire, you can learn something from everyone. So approach every interaction with the intellectual curiosity to learn. Every time I'm sitting next to someone, I don't care whether they are a musician or I don't care they a photographer, I learned some tricks from them that I would have never thought I would.
0: That's, that's a good, good advice. If you could tell your 20 year old self one thing, what would it be?
1: Uh, Never look at what has gone wrong or something to change. It doesn't matter what happens. Look at that event as that was meant to happen and know that things that look good or bad right now, a decade from now, the things that look bad may actually turn out to be the best. So just always know universe is your friend and there is no absolute good or bad because in everything that's bad today may actually turn to be goodness tomorrow because you learn a lot from that
0: and then last question what does success mean to you
1: success is actually that's really simple it's not about the amount of money you have in the bank it is about the number of lives you improve along the way is your success and humility is a sign of success so when you become humble you have been successful if you have iota of arrogance left in you that means you're still trying to prove something to yourself or someone else and that's not success
0: Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash clary. That's netsuite.com slash clary. Hiring as a small business owner is a major pain. That's why LinkedIn is supporting today's episode. You need people with the right skills and experience, but finding them can take forever. It is incredibly frustrating to keep seeing candidates who just aren't a good fit. And that's why LinkedIn Jobs has been a game changer. Let me tell you a little story.